Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. States government has issued a civil warning for all citizens of the United States. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, gentlemen. It's Monday. For a lot of people, Mondays really suck, but not for you. Not for you. Not for you guys. Why? Because Mondays mean a new episode of Come On, Man. (laughs) And today is extra special because we are doing it live for the first time ever on a Monday. How the hell are you guys? I don't normally do lives on Mondays, nor do I usually post Monday's episodes this late. But when you have a guest as special as the guest that I have today, you make some accommodations. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm, delicious coffee. Yeah, when your guest is such a big influence in the men's space, a mover and a shaker, and asks if you could do a live at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, you don't scoff at that. You don't scoff at that. You don't say, no, man, no, no, we don't do that here. (laughs) You don't piss and moan. You go in with a can-do attitude, my friends, and you say, you're goddamn right we can do it at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Let's freaking go! <laughs> mm. Mm. This coffee tastes good in this mug, guys. Get yours at merch.comeonmanpod.com. <laughs> yeah, my guest today is the widely known Jonathan Hogwood from Modern Life Dating. And uh, more widely known as John MLD. And we're going to be talking about his Masculine Empowerment Network today. And on top of that, there have been some questions I've been wanting to ask him for a very long time because he's such a unique and interesting guy in the men's space, you know, in my opinion. Um, he has he has different takes on – he has I mean, he has very similar takes that, uh, that a lot of us do, but he, has, he also has some that are very unique, you know, that uh, – like I just want to pick his brain about. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting episode today. Um, let's see here. He's also he's also one of the most successful men in the men's podcast space, and I've always found myself learning a lot from his content. So today's very special uh, treat for me personally. It's the first time ever I've actually had the privilege of speaking with him one on one. So uh, before we get too involved, he's still running behind. He sent me a message on Twitter saying that he's he's running behind on something. Uh, so we'll just go ahead and take care of the normal housekeeping. Uh, but while we're waiting. Uh, for him, and we're going to do the housekeeping. Sound off in the chat if you guys are watching live right now. I see we got Ted watching here. Hey, what's up, Ted? We got uh, Mecca6801 uh, that's tuned in here. Thanks for joining today. Uh, so, yeah, let's look at the – let's do the, the normal housekeeping stuff. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. Um, if you guys are joining live, sound off in the in the chat. 
that makes these go by uh, a lot quicker. When when MLD does hop on, you know, I'm sure you're gonna have some questions for him. So so let's let's go ahead and uh, and, and get those questions ready. I'll bring him up after the commercial break. And then if you're tuning in on the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji, it doesn't matter. It all helps in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. Normally, uh, the guys that join for uh, the $10 tier, uh, they get their names added to uh, beer credits at the end of Monday's episodes. I can't do that today because we're live and I don't have the ability to add those <laughs> live. So uh, we'll get you guys next week, though. Uh, send a super chat throughout this. Uh, I'm largely supported by viewers like you because, uh, you know, this kind of content, mm, it doesn't it goes against the social norm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not OK to promote uh, masculine empowerment these days. And so when you do, they demonetize you right? Because somehow it's toxic or whatever. We all know that's nonsense, but they demonetize the videos very frequently. So send super chats that helps out uh, on that front. And then get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. All those stickers are available as merch as well, right? Not a nice guy. Let them know what you're all about. And you get the merch at merch.comeonmanpod.com. That helps the show as well. And then you also, you know, it's win-win because you you get some cool stuff. They got, I've got hats in there. I just, I have Rule Zero backpacks in there. <laughs> my, my son wanted a backpack, so I designed him a Rule Zero backpack. So that's on the way. And then finally, check out my Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. Um, I'm going to play a, a new commercial I just, I just created for this. Uh, but... Yeah, man, it's chick crack free. A lot of people read, you know, like The Secret or they watch the movie The Secret and they, they're they just automatically turned off by it going, there's no way that works, <laughs> right? Right, because it, it, they make it out to be like it's some kind of magical genies granting wishes and that's not what it's about at all. My course breaks it down into a psychology-based explanation. So check that out. I'll play a commercial for that and then uh, hopefully John will hop in during the commercial break. And um, and we can get started shortly after. So here we go with that. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags, and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm? We get what we focus on in life, and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high-quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, 
you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, it's that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Act now, guys. Act now. Speaking of acting now. Here he is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> nah, that's okay. This is actually perfect timing, really, because uh, that's I was going to bring you up this way anyway. Hey, guys, uh, for my course for the rest of May, get $100 off with code MayMindset. I dropped that in the chat. Um, all right. My guest this week is uh, very well known in the men's podcast space. Uh, he's launching a new masculine empowerment network program today. It's the infamous and notorious Jonathan Hogwood from Modern Life Dating, better known as John MLD. How are you today, sir? That's good. Yeah, you just call me MLD. That's good to go. Yeah, no, doing good. Doing good. Just, uh, you know, wrapping up some uh, enrollment stuff right here mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just getting things going for the 2023 year. Um, I've been extremely busy and, uh, you know. I, I believe it. Is it, is it getting ready for a, a launch like this? Is it just is it really grueling just getting ready for the launch? And then like on launch day, it's just a matter of, you know, making sure everything's good to go for people that have signed up or it's like, a fight like? Camp. it's like a fight camp. Like you, the training is, is absolutely hell. And then you got to go do like a five round title fight on top of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 So uh, oh, go ahead. You're training for the longest time ever. And then, when the enrollment window's there, you're just go, 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 promoting, promoting, promoting. And uh, yeah, that's just the, the life I've chosen to live. <laughs> I, I imagine it's, it's, it's a good life. It's a good life. Um, so I want to, I do want to talk about that today. Your, your 2023 Masculine Empowerment Network. Um, I want to ask you all about it. But first, I've been following you in the men's space now for a long time. Um, really? You're a Rule Zero alum. You have one of the most popular youtube channels in the men's space in fact you recently surpassed rollo uh in your your number of subscribers congratulations on that thank you how long have you been doing this now well i've been in the men's self-improvement space since 2015 um and you know if you watch my first kind of videos they were just they're so bad <laughs> i mean i just didn't know how to do a camera I didn't know how to do a lot of things 
Um, but yeah, I've been doing it since 2015, but I personally have been on my personal masculine self-improvement journey since I was like 23, 20. Well, I've always been like trying to be better. Mm -hmm. I was a chip on my shoulder, but then I got serious with a mentor who really changed my life when I was like 23, 24. Uh, who was the mentor? His name was Player Supreme. He's dead now. Mm. Uh, he's an old school black guy, and he taught me a lot. And he talked about, you know, all the stuff that we were talking about. You know, we were talking about the red pill before it was even cool to talk about the red pill, before the red pill was even the red pill. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've been on the red pill forum since like 2012, 2011. Um, I used to write, uh, I used to write like field reports on the red pill mm -hmm. and um, they were so legit. Like people just thought they were fake and uh, you know, it's, it's just been a wild ride. <laughs> it's been a wild ride, but I just didn't realize. I really thought when I started doing this, I really thought everybody knew what I knew. Mm -hmm. I really, thought everybody kind of understood, you know, like, body language and how to like get a girl to hook up you on the first date and like how to balance dating multiple women if you choose to do so and like how to like get a woman in her natural feminine role which is helping and serving a man i thought everybody knew that because player supreme taught me some stuff and he was he was a he was a he was a pimp bro he's not like an actual pimp but like you know he put his women to work he had a big philosophy of putting these women to work and a lot of guys don't seem to realize that a woman it brings out you bring out such happiness in a woman when she does stuff for you and she does like she gets engaging in her nesting activities for you. And I think mm -hmm. that's the reason why like a lot of these modern women are miserable and a lot of these modern guys are miserable because they don't know how to tell these women to be in these feminine roles. And then these women are stripped from their femininity by these guys who are like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. I'll do it for you. I'll do that for you. So it's quite a mess out there right now. Yeah. I, in fact, that, honestly, that was something that I had to learn. Um, I don't know if you know my story at all, but it, like, I, 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 I well, so just, just get short. Cause I want to, I want to keep things about you, but, um, I was married for 15 years. Just, uh, I was, you know, fat, lazy, um, you know, just resting on my laurels, you know, didn't not putting the work in. And, uh, you know, I sort of had that, you know, that blue pill mentality most guys have, you know, like, Hey, I, I did, I took vows. I don't have to try anymore. And, you know, she was, she's pretty, you know, pretty, pretty feminist. And, uh, so she, at, you know, at first in the relationship wanted to do the nice things for me, but I was one of those guys. I was like, no, 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 honey. No, no, I got that. I got that. Right. And I, I ended up getting divorced and, um, found myself on the dating circuit. I was fat out of shape. Can I ask you about your divorce? Yeah. Was it was it brutal? Was it like or was it amicable? It, well, there's certain things, you know. It, I, I, there's some guys out there with really bad horror stories. Mine, mine wasn't. Uh, the biggest fight was, you know, how much money I had to pay her in alimony, and you know, the the custody of the kids situation. Oh, that you was, have children? Yeah, I have two kids. Yeah. Oh, cool. What are they? Boy, girl, boy, boy. What? Uh, a boy and a girl. Yeah. So, man, how old so, are they? Uh, my daughter's 18, and my son's 14. Whoa, how old are you? I'm 44. Oh, okay, yeah. you had your children young. Yeah, yeah, I had I had my yeah. daughter when I was like 25. Yeah. Do you regret that? Because I hear all these people like children are so expensive and they're gonna ruin your life. And if you take no. children, you're gonna die and end up on food stamps. 
No, 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 no. That's 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 complete Stupid. nonsense. I, yeah. I would say I, I, for guys out there that are thinking about having kids, uh, try to try to wait till you have till you're more established in your career, whatever career you choose. Uh, but there's no great time to have kids. You know, it's always going to be a financial burden at first, but you you figure it out. You know, it's not that hard. Um, so, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so so. I got into a relationship after that divorce. It took me about a year because I was fat and out of shape. I had no game and uh, finally had a chick that was really forward, but she was just, you know, red flag city, jumped into that relationship, was with her for four and a half years, found myself back on the dating circuit. But this time I was in shape because I'd lost all that weight. I started getting into exercise and fitness. And so I was able to get dates and hook up with chicks. I just couldn't keep chicks around longer than like three or four dates. And I was like, I got to figure this out, you know? And so I started, you know, diving into books and, you know, joining, uh, joined a, a Facebook group, a men's Facebook group where we were doing field reports and swapping notes and just started uh, learning the whole concept of spinning plates, learning how to, you know, when a woman offers to do something for you, like let her do it, <laughs> you know, just be like, yeah, great. Thank you. And that's how you find more, traditional women you know i think is you, you set the tone and lead and then test their ability to follow your lead and yeah. women that that don't follow your lead you cut them loose you know it's 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 kind of a numbers game but um but yeah, yeah. But, but back to you back to you mld a funny question i i'm sure you hear, hear all the time as we all do and i like to ask other guys in the space more as a joke than anything but who hurts you who hurts you john alexandra <laughs> <laughs> You have a specific name. That's funny. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't think like, so I don't have this kind of typical like red pill dork story. I think because I grew up really poor and mm. the poorer you are, I feel like the blue pill is a luxury. Like it's for people who had mom and dad, stable life, you know, like you can kind of enjoy the luxury of delusion, right? I didn't have that luxury. Uh, we grew up, I grew up, you know, talk about it on my channel a lot, just like, uh, you know, viciously physically abused by my younger cousins when I was younger for multiple years. Um, and I understood that power was something you needed in this world. You needed to be strong. You needed to be smart from a young age. Uh, when I was little, I got really beaten up by them. Um, and then, you know, when I was 10 and, and I just talked about this the other day, but I, I really didn't talk about it, but I just think it's more important to kind of bring to the to the surface for a lot of people when i was 10 years old my grandmother had a stroke and died in front of me and my sister and like we tried to resuscitate her and failed like we were trying to give her cpr but we were just two children right and so I, that happened right after I, I left the abusive situation with the cousins living with us beating me up so i was kind of to an extent robbed of my childhood and innocence so i was kind of forced in reality at a very young age and um, from there, you know, I, I had a girlfriend in sixth grade in middle school. I had a girlfriend in seventh grade, eighth grade. You know, I was I was pushed into church, so I was kind of like shamed into like not losing my virginity. I lost my virginity when I was two weeks before I turned 18 to like some coked up high school model. <laughs> we were both, we were, I was 17, she was 16. And, um, you know, after I got a taste of that, I was like, wow, that was great. I want more. Uh, and then... Um, you know, I just had always been seeing multiple women and I never really had a problem with women. Um, but then I just wanted to become really good. I don't know. I always was taught to dress well. 
I was always I was always a very good talker, and then I was raised in church as a stage actor. So I had no perform no problem performing in front of people, and then so talking to people. I'm naturally a gregarious kind of guy, so talking to people and talking to you know strangers, quite frankly, right, didn't phase me one bit. You know what I mean? And so, um, I did have like a little bit of a a heartbreak though when I was 23 that really messed me up because like I still believed in like God's love and purity and and women are all and I really like I believed in like to a to an extent like oh if a woman was Christian then she was not like these other chicks out there like the Christian women are the pure sugar and spice and all that's nice and um I kind I kind of heart I got a harsh reality check with that chick and um from there like you know the heart the heartbreak was pretty extreme. Um, but then from there, you know, I was, when I say extreme, I was like messed up for like three months, you know, and um, it's a decade when you're 23. Oh, forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, from there, then I was just like, you know, um, uh, just that's when I started to look for player Supreme. And then I found him. And he had a forum and he's a great guy. He changed my life. And, um, you know, it's so sad that he died. Um, you know, he, he kind of towards the end of his life, he kind of went off. I, I don't understand why this happens, but a lot of like, like when a, a lot of black content creators, sometimes they like just go, uh, when they get successful and they have success in dating, for some reason, they just go really hard down the racism rabbit, rabbit hole. And it started to affect his business and and things at the end of his life. And then, Eventually, he had a heart attack and died. So that was fucking devastating to me because that guy really changed my life, and he helped me out with so much in my life, man. He taught me the concept of making something called a mind movie, similar to your law of attraction stuff. And um, I made this mind movie in 2012, and now that I sit back and watch it and just creeps me out how much of the stuff actually did manifest in my life. Yeah, I I want to I want to ask you specifically about that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But before I, I get into that, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, I recall hearing a while back that modern life dating it either wasn't your first attempt at being a content creator or it wasn't your first attempt at being an entrepreneur. Maybe I got that wrong, but is that is that true or? No, I started another YouTube channel where I was like trying to be like an entertainer. Okay. But really it was just like it was retarded and I, my heart wasn't in it um because i'm doing all the self-improvement stuff behind the scenes and like behind the scenes like the like is it, is it, is it okay if i just call you paul yeah yeah so paul i've always been a dog bro <laughs> been a fucking dog like you know i i was never really when i was learning this this come up in game and stuff like that bro i would bang whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. you know, and I've always been a dog, you know, and I just, I just love women, bro. I just love them, you know? And, um, like I was just this dog nonstop. And then as I got, kind of got older, I like everywhere I go. Cause I started my business when I was 29 in Osaka, Japan, right? I lived in the Northern area, uh, North of Tokyo in Saitama in 2013, 20, um, uh, 2013. Then I moved to Hawaii and I was driving a cab out there for charlie's taxi and that's when i like really refined my game because i would like get them in the car screen them 
politically correctly screen them so mm-hmm. I can keep my job, slip them the business card. Like, yeah, if you need a ride, text me. It's direct number to my note. It's not a company line. It's direct number. Mm-hmm. Kind of give them all the plausible deniability and cover that they need. And then I was just running through chicks from Miami and Hawaii too. And then I went to Osaka and I was running through chicks there. And I'm like, I'm like, so, you know, I'm 29 at the time. And I'm like, so I'm running through chicks in the States. I'm running through chicks in Japan. I'm running through chicks in the West Coast of Japan. I went to Thailand. I went to Korea. I got booty. Um, I pulled chicks in so many countries. And Hawaii is not America. If you've ever been to Hawaii, it's a fucking third world country. But, uh, you know, I pulled chicks in Hawaii. And I was just like, and why am I meeting all these clowns everywhere that just can't get their shit together? Because I really thought everybody was like me. I legitimately did. Mm-hmm. And then I just started coaching some people. And I realized, like holy shit, like, these guys are all awful. And then I just started being a guest on Player Supreme's show. And unfortunately, at the end of his, towards the end of his life, we had a little bit of falling out because I had started coming on a show and I was very young and opinionated in the field. And a lot of his clients wanted to come get help from me. And so what ended up happening was that, um, I guess he got a little upset. And then he's like, you know, you got to, do this on your own and i don't remember what happened we had some kind of stupid falling out uh which is dumb but you know um that kind of opened my eyes to like how lost these guys were and i had seen and at that time i'd seen the writing on the wall too that's why i left america in 2012 mm. i seen the obama administration had already been and it's not to be political but i saw the obama administration getting in and i just saw like all this liberal agenda and Player Supreme was telling me about this shit. He's like, this shit's coming and it's going to get fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And like, th- he's like, the, he's like, and he was telling me, he was telling me in 2011 and 2012, he's like, they want men and women androgynous. It's a new world order agenda that they want us androgynous. And he, yeah, look at today. They're really you know? pushing that, 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 uh, we can't even say it. We can't even say it on YouTube or else we get our videos demonetized and stuff. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. and then, so then I, but I just saw the writing on the wall. And then when I went to Japan, I did not expect Japan to be as amazing as it is. Mm-hmm. And so I was just doing all of this, like self-reflection and introspection. And then, you know, I had just realized like, damn, like, you know, these people just don't get it. And I do. And like, and I just, I just naturally felt that I wanted to help people and I wanted to be successful too. I really mm-hmm. did. You know, I grew up poor, man. Like when I, when I'm talking about poor, like I didn't have $2 and 50 cents. I'm class of 2004 from 2000 to 2004, right? We were so poor. Like if I got, it was, I was celebrating the kingdom come if my mom gave me $5 for lunch. Because mm. that was huge in our household. My mom gave me five dollars. Mm-hmm. Huge, man. And I would go to school and I remember I would like live it up. I would buy two Chick-fil-A sandwiches because they were two dollars fifty cents, including tax. Mm-hmm. I would eat those and I would wolf them down in like two minutes. I was just like a starving young kid. Um, but you know, I just that's how I knew I had I had game too, you know, because I could always talk to girls. I was always just slick rick, I did my best to look good and work with what I had. And um you know, growing up poor too, I went to a really rich high school, Winter Park High School. We were like right on the outside outside of the zonings. What so, what what part of the country did you grow up in? Orlando, Florida. Florida. Okay. Yep. 
from age 13 to 26. So zero to 13 was in Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami is, you know, coming out that Coke shit in the fucking 80s and early 90s. So mom wanted to get us out of there. And then we moved to Orlando when Orlando was decent and like church oriented. And then um, from age 13 to 26, I was in Orlando. So I was in Winter Park High School running the outskirts of this uh, extremely rich school district. And I would see like kids like 15, 16 years old, brand new BMWs. And I'm just like, and I, I wasn't even angry. I was like, I don't get it. Like, and I just thought, oh, it's because they have dads and I don't have a dad. I was like, they, they have a dad. That's why. Because, you know, I, I never met my dad. My dad died when I was 15. That's mm. all I know. And um, I was just like, like, he's like, everybody has money for lunch and they have like Abercrombie and Fitch and they have, you know, BMWs and Mercedes, like getting new Mercedes, 16 years old. That's nuts. They, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's crazy. To this point, to this day, it feels crazy, right? And um, I never had anger. I, I started developing anger in my heart early, later when I was an adult. <laughs> but as a kid, it was like more like I just don't, I don't understand, you know? <laughs> I just didn't understand. So just having all that made when I was getting, when I was, because when I was 18, I started working and, you know, I've always had a job since I was 15 years old. But then, then I started getting into adult land. I was then I realized like, man, I'm really fucking poor. And um, that's when the anger started to build up. Cause then I worked in the nightclub industry and I was a bar back. Mm-hmm. If you're bar back in, if you know anything about bar back, you're just literally the fucking slave for the nightclub, for the bartenders and all that. And so, um, you know, that was uh, also pretty, pretty eye-opening too, because um you know, just to see all these people spending like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and um, me just being broke and no money and just like a little slave. I started to get a little bit of money, but that really pushed me and motivated me to like be really, really hardworking in uh, in college to because I wanted to get out of college because my thinking was at first I was pre-med. Um but then I talked to a doctor and he's like, if you want to be rich, you can just be a businessman. And for me, I just didn't even, I was like, that's possible. I was like, I thought only doctors and lawyers made money. Cause I was so fucking poor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, uh, people that grow up poor tend to have a certain mindset around money that yeah. keeps them there, you know? So what, so what, so was that the moment that sort of clicked for you where they're like, why don't you become a businessman? You're like, what? <laughs> or well, kind of, it was like, why don't you become a businessman? And then at first I was like, I don't know, this doctor's white. He's probably just like being nice to me, you know? <laughs> I like, really, because that's, I was just so distrustful and it was so, like, you don't understand how poor we were, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I just was like, peasant mindset. Like, no clear understanding of like, yes, there's actual abundance in the world. Um, and I just didn't get it at all. And so, you know, um, then I ran the numbers and I was just like, well, I'm like, cause I started college a little bit later, I started college when I was like 20 and a half. And I was like, if I ran, I'm like, if I stay in undergrad four years, med school four years, that's if I directly get into med school, don't flunk them MCAT and then residency three to four years, I'm going to be able to start my life. When I'm 32. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
I don't want to do that. That's like too old in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so then I, you know, I always had been fascinated with Japanese anime, Pokemon. I was a huge Pokemon card guy. Um, I used to have, I had first edition Charizard, Blastoise, Chansey, Zapdos, Venusaur, all that stuff. But I had this crazy aunt and my, she brainwashed my mom into thinking like there were demons in these cards and I was going to get demon possessed. So I was forced to throw those away. It was funny because then I started fucking smoking weed after that and became a little bit of a degenerate. Like the, like the most healthy path and healthy fucking hobby, like a, like a, a well-adjusted child. And then, um, you know, fucking... Like, drugs with the fucking... can't do pokemon i guess i'll do drugs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh that was wild too um but then i had gotten the idea that like i wanted to uh sell english lessons in japan because i fit my thinking was like every week they needed an english lesson to keep going i was still selling time for money right mm-hmm. and so that was um you know that was also pretty interesting to just see the whole uh, game of teaching English and like I was like okay I'm gonna go to you know get my fucking bachelor's degree and um, then I'm gonna go out there and teach Japanese or to teach English to the Japanese and that was like my big plan mm-hmm. and I kind of seemed to write it in the wall too with like American women you know kind of being the, the way they are <laughs> yeah yeah I want to I want to ask you about that too uh, going back to Going back to uh, the law of attraction thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that uh, you you probably don't know this, but um, in my course, I actually give you a shout out in the course because oh. I've heard you talk about how you used to do things like journaling and yeah. uh, and affirmations, saying to yourself yeah. stuff like you're going to make a certain amount of money every month over and over again, um, yeah. like from the internet or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So did you? So you got that from Player Supreme, the idea of the 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 mental movie. Uh, the the mind movie was mind from movie. Player yeah. for Player Supreme a thousand percent, and then um, there was also the affirmations. I'm trying to remember where I got the affirmations from, dude. But like, I I literally was like, like, dude, like when I want something, Paul, like mm-hmm. if I really want it with every fiber of my being, I'm gonna get it. But it's that's the, my biggest struggle this part of my life is awakening that dragon, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I had an awful 2018, I was like, fucking shit year, awful year. I had just made sixty thousand dollars in cryptocurrency in 2017 bull run, mm-hmm. lost it all, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, also, uh, I had an Airbnb that was running that was really successful remotely, but. You know, my my mom's jealous uh, husband, he fucking at the time just didn't like me. And so he like you know, convinced my mom to like rug me from the whole thing. So I lost that. I quit my corporate job because I was like my in, like my corporate job was I was really good at it. But I mean, the reality was like it just wasn't what I was supposed to do. Um, and I had like some kind of like this is going to sound crazy, but like. I just knew I was supposed to quit the job and go hard in modern life dating. And like, mm-hmm. I had like, you know, I had this like, it was like started a, like an epiphany. Dude, it was like a fucking rock in my intuition, in my stomach, like just hard 
rock of like, you have to like, I couldn't like, it was like a strong gut feeling that I just like couldn't ignore. And it was there for weeks until I quit. Mm-hmm. And I can't explain it to this day. I have no idea what it is. I know it probably sounds like I'm lying or making some crazy shit up. No, but- it, it's funny because a lot of guys in the in the men's space sort of look at this like it's, you know, woo-woo magical thinking. It's But I, I've, I've had it work so much in my life. Like I can't, I can't deny it, you know, and it, maybe that's anecdotal, but, but that's exactly the type of things that I point out in the course is that uh, you, you get so focused on something and you'll get these epiphanies. Like I should do this. I should, I should do this. And, and you, you need to like act on, you need to jump on it when, when those types of things come. So it sounds like you had a, you had a rock in your stomach and it wouldn't go away until you did it. Dude, it was, it was the weirdest shit ever, Paul. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I can't even, ex- I really can't explain what it was. You know, I had read a book called Unscripted and it was, it's a sequel to the book Million Dollar Fast Lane by um MJ DeMarco. DeMarco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'm the kind of guy that like, if I get a sniff of truth, like I just can't stop digging. And mm-hmm. I think after reading that book and you know going through the corporate ladder thing in in Tokyo cuz they're like I wasn't like a loser at my job like within the first couple of um months of being in the smallest department newest department with the least amount of resources and least amount of fucking uh you know um training I was able to become number 1 in the entire company in the month of December I made seventy. I made seventy thousand dollars in sales, and then these people were like, "This motherfucker doesn't even speak Japanese," and they shafted me. They only gave me like a sixty-five hundred dollar bonus off of that, mm. you know. And then after taxes, I got fuck all. Um, I know a bad deal when I'm part of part of one. And so, what ended up happening was like I read the book Unscripted, and then like you know there was a nine month gap. If you look at 2017 on my YouTube channel, it's a nine month gap in 2017 where I just didn't upload any videos or anything at all. And I don't know. And then out of nowhere, you know, I just was able to really kind of, I guess, put two and two together, like in my subconscious, I really don't know what it was, but like something would not let me go. It was like, Mm -hmm. you have to quit. This is not your life journey. And um, I did it. And then, but then 2018 was awful. Lost all the money in crypto. Mm-hmm. Lost fucking uh, my Airbnb business, which was pretty good cash cow. And then uh, I had a bunch of trouble getting jobs in English teaching. Um, but I ended, I finally ended up getting them. But then my payments were late. I mean, there was a point in 2018 where I was like making $800 a month for two months in a row. And I had to like dodge my landlord because I couldn't pay rent. Mm-hmm. And then, but from May to September, that's when I started writing my affirmations like 10 times a day. And I like put them all over my walls, put them everywhere. And I was like, I am going to fucking, because I, in regards to player Supreme's trainings and stuff, I had also had found out about MK Ultra. So I was like, okay, mind movies, MK Ultra. I was like, I wonder if I can MK Ultra myself into success. This is how fucking crazy I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But like legit, I used to watch my mind movie 
first thing is I wait, I wait as soon as I woke up and then right before I went to bed. And then I used to fucking drill my brain with nonstop books. Um, you know, do you know who Brandon Carter is? No, no, I don't. So Brandon Carter is a, an awesome guy. He's my mentor right now. I've he, he's not like officially my mentor, but I just I just tell him like you're my mentor. But yeah, he yeah. mentors me a lot. Um, he's a multi-million dollar um, fitness celebrity. Um, he's been on YouTube since 2008. If you type in King Keto on Instagram, that's him. And I used to listen to him when 2015 on the come up. I listened to two people mainly when I was uh, studying in 2015. It was Brandon Carter and it was Chris from Good Looking Loser. I don't know how how DJN you were with the Good Looking Loser stuff. Mm. Uh, but Chris from Good Looking Loser, he's like also a dude that's super slept on. And so um, Brandon said, like, you have to, like, if I were you, I would read The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent book. Yeah. So he said you should read it 10 times in a row. And I'm crazy enough that I did. I, I listened to it 10 times in a row. It's a YouTube. short enough book that that's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just a big believer of just like if like if you can slam yourself with the information externally, eventually you're going to be becoming to internalize it, you know, because they've mm -hmm. done studies like when they play hip hip hop at clubs. Right. When you play clubs when you have hip-hop night there's more violence and more fights right what is in what's in hip-hop violence and fucking fights and degeneracy mm -hmm. shit like that right um if you listen to a bunch of lincoln park right how many friends are emo as fuck listen to lincoln park you know with the, the lyrics they probably like i'm not enough i'm fucking when you yeah. know <laughs> and so i just figured the opposite i said so what if i just fucking blast my brain with nonstop brainwashing and nonstop um you know positivity and, and stuff that i want in life mm -hmm. that's what i've been doing and to this day i still do that you know what i mean yeah to this day i still do it which may sound crazy but you know, no i mean like i mean obviously i'm i'm into that too and 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 that's basically what i've learned from it is there's like i'll get it we'll get off this topic i really want to get into your masculine empowerment network but we can talk but, about whatever. I don't have to promo. I'm down to just chat. Yeah. Well, I do. I do want to get into that though. But, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, so my course, because, because I, I realized that a lot of people just sort of look at it like it's, you know, woo woo magical thinking. I was like, well, there's, I mean, there's essentially three explanations for it. You know, there's, there's a spiritual one. There's, there's like this whole quantum theory one. You can go down to like a, a, a massive rabbit hole on quantum theory with it. Yeah. Or there's just a simple psychological one where you're just you're essentially brainwashing yourself into believing this stuff. And when you believe something to be true, you you will make it true. And um, and so that's that's how my course is laid out is is very simple like that, that people can easy steps that follow just like science of getting rich. Yeah. Have you read the the science of being well and science of being great and stuff, too? The other no, two no, books? no, 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 no. Oh, OK. Yeah, those are those are by Wallace to Wallace, too. And oh, wow. uh, the, the, the science of being well is actually pretty funny because he, he one of the things in there is he's essentially talking about intermittent fasting before yeah. inter, it before intermittent fasting was a thing. You know? Yeah, I do that now. Do you do that? Uh, I, I can't do it. 
I just, I, I can't, my, I, I just can't get, get my mind behind it. I'm like starving all day. Um, I, I, the nice. closest, the closest thing I'll do with it is, um, what, what I am doing now, which is like, I'll have a shake for lunch, you know, which is like, I'm just eating less. And then I have, you know, a meal in the evening. That's the closest I could do. I've tried doing it where I'm just not eating it, you know, all day. And I try to have a small window and I'm just miserable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not for everybody. Uh, but I, I'm crazy, dude. Like, I, like I am, I'm <laughs> just like, so Hormozy, do you watch any Alex Hormozy? I see clips. Yeah. And, uh, and Jack Napier recommends his books and stuff to me. So I've, I've got those on my reading list, but. Yeah, uh, you know, he is, uh, he's a really good guy, but I'm really psychotic with like my psych, like, so my mental diet as I'm, I'm really procuring my mental diet. Like, I know a lot of people just think I'm like this maniac on YouTube, which I am, but, um, <laughs> I also like, I try not to watch horror movies. Um, mm. I try not to watch anything. Like I don't like to watch like women cheating on men. I don't like to watch relationship strife. Mm -hmm. um, I don't listen to music. Like there's a song out there that's like pretty popular. It's um, it's with the weekend and uh, future, and it's like low life, and it's like you know, I'm just a low life. I'm a low life low, and like I don't listen to that shit. Like I don't listen to Drake with any of that simping shit. Um. Anything that upsets me, like a little, a little block pill cheating content too, like women, all women, tops inside, yeah. she's a cheater. Like, I, don't, I, yeah, I, I stay away from that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it poisons your mind. It poisons your mind. And I'm so careful about what I put into my mind. And recently I've just refined my social circle to an extent that like it's just so – it's an echo chamber of positivity, right? Mm -hmm. And like I can't – and this is no disrespect to – you know, Myron Pearl or Brian or whatever, but like, I really can't sit around and stomach the fresh and fit podcast, the after hour show anymore, mm -hmm. just pearly things, all this stuff, like watching these like low IQ fucking Walmart golems just harp on about how they're so mentally diseased. <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. I, I just can't, I can't do any of that. And I refuse to, because I just try to protect my mind like and I'm, I'm very I don't know if this is a bad thing or whatever, but like I'm very sensitive to negativity right now, too. Like I had like um, like I had a, a business call with someone who was like getting argumentative with me and I'm just like in my mind, I'm just like this, you know, you become sensitive to these toxic and negative feelings. And I just thought to myself, like, nah. Like I'm not, I don't, like I'm not gonna deal with this ever again. Mm -hmm. And you know, I kind of got caught up in the in this relationship like that. And like it shows, and I just got out of it. I just dumped, I just dumped her a fucking month ago. I and mean, I was dating her for two years. And it was just, I just even a guy, a high level guy like me, I got roped in to this shit. And it for me, it's humiliating, quite frankly, to to, to look back on it now with clarity. But when you're in that toxicity and stuff, that's that's a big thing that I tell guys, you know, and, and that's a big thing because I was around toxic people in 2018 talking mm -hmm. about how bad 2018 was. In 2019, I said, bro, I'm just going to fucking hang out with people who believe in me and who I feel good and entertained, like, and and edified when mm -hmm. I'm done hanging out with them. And if I don't feel that edification, I'm just not doing it. I'm really just not going to do it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've, I, I live that to this day. You know, I cultivate my, and I, I protect my peace is fucking like mainstream trendy word that that sounds. I do protect my peace. Yeah. Yeah. I, I 
did a quite a bit of that uh, in 2020 with the news because I was I was raised by very you know very tradition uh, tradcon parents and we would watch they would watch like Fox News like most families watch football you mm-hmm. know my dad was just always listening to AM talk radio like Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that so it was always just a bombardment of politics yeah. and stuff in my family and I realized in 2020 especially with all the the nonsense with the lockdown stuff that. Man, the news is just poison. You know, it's just it, it's yeah. all sensationalism. It's all you know. It's all just there to keep you in fear. And I was like, I'm I'm done with it. I, and when I stopped watching the news, stopped paying attention to the the politics, I became much happier, man. Much happier. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, for sure. I mean, yeah. that that's just, that's another thing too. I just don't watch news. Like, why? Like, w- there is never anything that makes you feel good on the news ever. <laughs> You know, before Elon took over t- Twitter, Twitter was super fucking toxic. Mm-hmm. But and I would have to like, I would delete the app off my 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 phone once in a while. And um, because you've been just, you've been banned from Twitter like what? How many times? Twenty times now? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on like 16th account right now. But like, because <laughs> since Elon took over, they don't they don't ban me anymore. Yeah, I got banned once for like shit talking this feminist. Yeah. And then somebody has been following me and like reporting me for invading the band for like years. Mm. And so, no, but now I'm here. And it's funny because like my, my, because I just kept them running out of handles so that it made this other one. Like it used to be like my, my handle used to be like Rolo Tomat, like, oh no, it used to, it used to be Love Rational Mail because I was just like running through things. Mm-hmm. And I recently just made this one that's just like, it's just an alpha male MLD. And like, yeah, you've one, had that for quite a while now. Yeah. No, it's only a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been a couple months. But uh I um that's the one that stuck and everybody's like, Oh, this guy's an alpha male, you're so full of yourself. I'm like, uh, I, I want to explain the story. I'm like, uh yeah, yeah, you got I'm full of myself, whatever. <laughs> what I you know, it's, I I thought it was kind of humorous one day. I think I was I was tweeting about I was complaining about how tick I've been banned from TikTok and I like you know all this stuff. And you commented, you're like, you know, Paul, it's because you uh you didn't you violated their policy like you you did that to yourself or something and i was just like this motherfucker he's been banned from twitter like 20 times <laughs> yep yep so I just, I, yeah because you, know, you, you, you do have to play by their rules you know yeah. that's the bottom line i mean that's the reason why i uh i did that too right um like I, you know I, I broke the rules one time and then evading the ban was also a rule they broke you know but like now you know i've and i've been banned off tiktok <sighs> fucking dude i had like millions and millions of views on tiktok yeah but tiktok is fucking so libtard centric because it's run by the chinese you know yeah. so they, they let the sjw's run wild on there and um yeah that's an app where like man you get reported so easily it's 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 insane yeah. um we got a super chat here from rp thor he says skull use your car paul hold on let me uh let me give him this real quick. And then and then I want to talk about your your masculine empowerment network cuz he's doing he's doing some stuff for you, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Thor has been with us in the masculine empowerment network for a very long time. Yeah, and, Thor's such a good guy. Here let me let me play this for Thor here. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Thor for that. Um all right. Yeah, let me let me play I, I I clipped this from your channel. Um, let me play this for the guys, and then uh, and then let's talk about this for a little bit. Here we go.
that believes in luck. I am not a man that believes in destiny. I believe in discipline. I believe in being powerful. I believe in being self-reliant. I believe in mentorship. And most importantly, I believe in me. I refuse to be a victim. And I know that every day I make a choice. A choice to be better than before. A choice to do what is right for me. A choice to not live as a slave to my emotions. And all of these choices will lead me to the burden that is heavy. And that burden is greatness. We live in the most prosperous times in human history. There is no excuse that outweighs the greatness that is in you that can get you the life that you want. Every day, we must make a choice to improve our lives or to be victims of inaction. The price of greatness is one we must pay every day, and it is a choice that I always make. Although the path we walk can be lonely, it is the most important thing we must do. fire promo <laughs> i love Thanks, that man. so you so you have uh you have paul benjamin justin mark ryan fowler you said that uh thor's gonna be doing some stuff uh, you gotta you gotta i looked at the calendar you showed on one of your channels yeah or one of your one of your streams you got a lot of webinars coming up with some some big name guys like king dre's in there um who else yeah. you got uh i mean we got them all man we got king dre we got off the kingdom we have wraith we have elevate cyber david bond uh, Andrew from the legal mindset, uh, credit with Colin, um, get money coding, uh, myself and Joe from proud masculine, Mark Daniels. Um, and what's funny is, let me see one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, seven of the speakers 
our previous attendees of the Masculine Empowerment Network who have mm. like, elevated to like, you know, all these guys and, and to qualify to be a speaker, you got to be making at least six figures as well. And um, that's, an, that's not a thing I really talk about publicly too much, but I think I need to start saying that a lot of these guys, um, you know, they are absolutely high level men and they came from the ground up and that's really how you got to teach. That's how like you got to teach get to teach with men who have came from the ground up like you know everybody I know they've come from an entitled background i don't know they just they really are missing some pieces of the puzzle um but you know i really believe in my team i really believe i have the best men's coaching program in the world mm -hmm. uh, no one is more day one with myron from fresh and fit podcast than me i am literally myron's day one guy and um you know that podcast, he, a lot of the things that he learned um, in developing a course with me, he was able to apply those principles to the podcast. And, um, you know, he's killing it now. He's absolutely killing it. I mean, it's irrefutable. He, he's a he's a he's a cultural changing phenomenon. Oh, know? yeah. Fresh and Fits, probably what the number one podcast on the Internet, like when it comes to men, the men's podcast space. Yeah, I think Joe Rogan is the number one in the world. Um, but then, but he like, wouldn't—I wouldn't really consider him like a, like a red pill type, you know, men's yeah. empowerment type stuff. I mean, he—he he sort of talks about anything and everything. But yeah, that's but, true. That's true. Um, I mean, in regards to like men's self improvement, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely up there. Um, yeah, they're—they're they're just killing it, and I'm just—I'm just very, um, proud of all these guys because you know. The real winners are the people who are the ones who are able to empower men. And that's what I want to do. Like I, I tell these guys, like, I don't want you to be a, like a forever fanboy of me. Like I, and if I catch them, I'm like, don't, don't fanboy for me. Like be your own man, mm -hmm. you know, just take the tools that I'm giving you, learn what you need to do, evolve and take yourself to the next level, you know? And I mean, there's just, just Goliath brands out there that have all came through the masculine empowerment network. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like I said, you know, we're in the middle of enrollment right now. And, um, I don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. Um, you know, I just want to get better at my craft. I used to feel like, um, you know, <clears throat> Brandon, again, Brandon Carter helped me out with this. I used to feel kind of guilty. Like, cause all I like to do is like work make money and coach and grow my business. This is like really like, I like to, to be very honest with you. I like to eat good food. I like to make money with my business and grow the business. And I like to have a woman and or women in my life. And that's pretty much, I play video games when a good video game comes out once in a while. I played God of War Ragnarok recently. Mm -hmm. That's a phenomenal game. Um, but that's just all I want to do. And I used to feel like kind of guilty, like I'm you're missing out on life. And you know, life is not all about work. But I'm like, life is what you want to do, and I want to do what I want to do. And mm -hmm. you know, I really just don't care about justifying myself to anybody else ever again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, people could also learn about body language mastery in your course. Mm -hmm. Uh can you tell yep. us a little bit, bit about that? Are you teaching that one or is someone else teaching that one? It's a, it's a, it's already a course. It's a pre-made okay. course. It's a video course that they get immediately upon arrival into mm -hmm. the program. So they are able to watch. I actually give them, Ooh, excuse me. I give them <clears throat> body language mastery 1.0 and 2.0 where they can look at these video guides that I have with, uh, these two beautiful Japanese female models 
that let them know if a woman is sexually interested in them or not. That way they can find the women who are interested in them and you know, also find the women that are not interested in them. Because I think a lot of guys, it's really hard for a guy to differentiate if a woman is into him for him or what he brings to the table. You know what I mean? And this is something that, like, um, I think that a lot of guys don't. I think this is what a lot. This is why we have this big simp epidemic because they can't see clear as day that these women are truly not into them. Yeah, they're right? just, they're just like they're the the OnlyFans tips and whatever, <laughs> and exactly. the validation. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, and um, you know like just looking at it all um i just wanted this i just want guys to like see the truth i want them to their eyes to be open you know what i mean mm -hmm. i want them to be aware of the reality of women and i think you know that's just sadly not the case for a lot of these guys you know what i mean it's just sadly not the case yeah yeah. What one thing too? I it's funny. I've I've heard guys sort of it's like like a self limiting belief too, where they think, oh, I've got to I've got to learn women's body language. Like what? Like I got to take this master CIA course on women's body language, and 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 you know, it's like it's it's not even that difficult, man. You know, like <laughs> it's, there's there's certain there's certain things that you learn these key things uh, to look out for, and that's it. I mean, it's it's not that hard. You know, how long is that course? I mean. Um, uh, it's so the the combined two courses is probably a little over an hour because each module is one to five minutes long, and they do it that way so the guys can watch uh, over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. You know, so they can repeatedly study the information so that way that they can learn. You know this stuff through repetition, you know, cause repetition is just like the backbone of all skill. Mm -hmm. And so they need to be able to learning how to do this and, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and embed it into their lives. And I think like another thing is this too, and, and it's kind of, you know, it is what it is, but like, I've noticed that like it, in it's, it breaks my heart to even say this. Right. Um, you know, I think a lot of guys that are in this space, they just come to this space to feel better. They really don't want to do the work mm -hmm. to turn their lives around. I really just don't. I Because in my all my years of coaching now, I just a very, a, like a, a, a small number of guys actually do the work that needs to be done. And like to this day, like I'm, even me now, like in all my success, I don't know, like I've, I, I just still feel like I could be doing better. Mm -hmm. um i'm never satisfied in a good way um and i and i think for the guys that are at home that want to become better you know you have to have like hormozy talks about it and he says like you have to have a superiority complex and inferiority complex at the same time he's like and those are the people i've seen that always get to the top right you need to think you're better than everybody but you also need to think that like you're not like you have this inferiority complex and I have that to a degree. I really do. Like when I see people like when I, I don't know if you watched me on the whatever podcast, 
I see clips. I, I don't I don't watch I don't I don't watch that. I don't watch Fresh and Fit, but I see clips everywhere. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, anytime like anytime these girls go toe to toe with me, I shut them down because they just can't logically win an argument with me because I just blatantly show them how they're irrefutably wrong on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um when I see other people like doing that and they're like they're just not as slick as me or they're just not they just not as quick as me and i kind of get mad I'm like oh these people are all so dumb but then i kind of realize like that's just it's not that they're dumb it's that this is just my this is my talent this is my gift mm-hmm. and um and I, you've I been have, doing it for a while you've been doing it for oh, a long time now. god i've been putting up with women shit fucking since my, my whole life <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so yeah. um i'm really good at the bullshit you know and then when you date a bunch of women you know because i've been with you know like I've been on over, I've been on well over 500 dates. I've been with hundreds of women. And so I just know what makes them tick. I, I just, I'm very well versed in the, in the art of women, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so, Cause a lot of guys, a lot of guys see the biggest problem with the PUA people, right? Is they know how to sleep with a lot of women, but they don't know how to control their women. Mm-hmm. And even, and even to say, like, control your women is like, oh, my God, that's oppressive, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. You got to learn how to control them. You need to you need to put, you know, kind of like bumpers on the fucking on the bowling alley. You know what I mean? There needs yeah. to like, you need to, like, control the trajectory of their insanity to an extent. Right. Mm-hmm. And you need to know how to manage a woman. And a lot of guys just don't know how to do that. And a lot of women want to be managed too. That's another thing too. They don't, guys don't realize they want to be led. They want to be guided. Right. And so um, for me, that's one big problem. I noticed a lot of guys have in the PUA speed. They know how to get the girls, but they don't know how to manage and lead them. That's the right. That's the right word. Lead them. How to lead the woman. You know what I mean? That's a good mm-hmm. approach. Lead them. Um, it's at least more politically correct, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then that's the big problem there. So I think by just all the years and years and years of experience that I've had, you know, because every girl that I date, like she, you know, she knows what's up. Like you got to cook, you got to clean. Yes. House needs to be maintained, you know, because you're trying out for the the big spot. Like I, I, my, my biggest regret in my life right now, cause I'm, kinda, I'm 37 now. So I'm kind of at that age where I'm starting to experience some time regret. And my biggest regret is that I didn't have a family sooner. Like, mm-hmm. and I didn't, find a chick soon because now i'm gonna be an old dad and that's something i just have to fucking deal with so i gotta like take a shitload of fucking trt and like fucking (laughs) do my best to stay young and and you know uh you know brisk i I hear with all these youngsters you know what i mean yeah yeah I, i i i had my kids relatively young because in my mindset when i was when i was going through high school my parents were too old you know, mm. my, my parents didn't have me until they were in their thirties. And yeah, exactly. when, when I got into high school, I just always felt like my parents, th- they couldn't identify with me because they couldn't mentally go back to when they were teenagers and, and, you know, think about what, what I was going through. So I wanted to have my kids young so that when they're in high school, I'm like, yeah, I remember what it was like being a teenager. And, you know, I, and I'm sort of like that with my kids, but at the same time, I also at now that I'm older can more, can empathize more with what my parents were going through. And I'm yeah. sure they they knew what it was like when they were teenagers. They were just trying to keep me from doing the shit that they did, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, you know, and, and that's 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 my only kind of thing, because I, I just think like 
like I know Rollo went viral recently for saying the whole get a vasectomy thing. Um, yeah, that was a that we just talked about that on Rule Zero. It was, it was largely just a big troll post. Of yeah, him. no, I know that's what that's Rollo's business yeah. model. I know, <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, you know, um, I think that because I'll tell you this too, right? So I've I've womanized, I've slept around and stuff, but like n- none of this means anything if you don't have a decent woman to go home to, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, if you have like a decent, like I see a lot of these guys like in their in their forties and fifties, and they're still trying to be players, but they don't have anybody in their life. And behind the scenes, like they can trick the world. Like I can see the sadness in their eyes. Like I can see, and I think these dudes start to low key go a little bit crazy. Like if mm-hmm. you don't have kids, you don't have like a stable woman. Like it's not normal to be like this lone wolf. Like they're trying to like oh, I'm a sigma male. No, like you're a fucking dork. That's what you are. <laughs> you're a lonely dork. Yeah. One thing I'd like to bring that up a lot too, because I read the book, uh, the game and the, my biggest takeaway from that wasn't all the, the pickup stuff. That stuff was, you know, fun, but it was that all the pickup artists started going fucking crazy because they were, they were having all these empty relationships and they were able to sleep with all these chicks, but they'd go home and they'd be miserable because they, they did eventually want one to, to consolidate on one special girl. I think that's what, I think that's what uh, Neil Strauss's uh, second book or something was about. I haven't read that yet, but uh, mm-hmm. was it called The Truth or something? He he gets into how he goes into all these different relationships and realizes that he you know he just wants one solid chick that he can go back to every night. Yeah, exactly. I mean that that really. I mean, all the bitches in the world don't mean shit if um, you know if you don't have like a good woman to go home to. And that's what I try to tell these guys to like uh, on the intro video of my show interview with man, I say like, you know, learn dating, get it out of your system, do your thing, womanize or whatever, but eventually figure this shit out and move on with your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Graduate from the stuff, like figure out the girl thing and just, you know, hang up your hat mm-hmm. and be done with it because reality is it's just like it's empty it's totally empty i'm telling you i've been with 200 something plus women like 260 something or give or take and um i've been a dog but i tell you like you know the best moments i have the best memories i had in my life and the most fulfilling stuff it has like you know when i'm in a relationship with a decent woman and um you know it's just, uh, in my opinion, it's better for men and women to be together. That's the biggest thing, right? And everything's trying to tear us apart, right? You're black, you're white, you're brown, you're whatever fucking color that doesn't even fucking matter. So, oh, you know, well, this guy's that way. Now they just want to tear us apart. Men and women, they want us to tear us apart. That's why at first, just big like, these gay over there is just gay people, right? We're like, well, no, there's gays and lesbians. Okay, now there's gays and lesbians and bisexuals. Okay, now there's gays, lesbians, bisexual, transgenders. All right, now there's queer and and intersectional queer anonymous plus. And like, you're, you my, guys see what you're doing. Like, my, my favorite, my favorite are the the allies, right? Where they they add the A into the LGBTQRSTUV, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they add the A in there for ally, so that people that aren't that don't identify with any of that stuff, they're they could feel included. <laughs> I want to wear know, a rainbow too. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, um, you know, um, 
that's why there's just so much division. And you know, now like, like come on, you you and I grew up too. Like when people didn't give a shit about politics like they do now. Like everybody's like politics psycho. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. Like, I just want to, like, I just want to eat a Chick fil A sandwich. I'm like, oh, so you fucking hate gay people and you want to kill all blacks, huh? Like, no, I want to yeah. enjoy a delicious chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Yeah. <laughs> they have to, yeah. It, it really is. Like, I think, uh, man, I don't know when it started. Maybe, maybe the Obama administration, like you were pointing out earlier. Uh, but the, the nation's never been more divided than it is yeah. now. Yep. And it's, it's kind of sickening, you know, cause yep. I, I was in the, I was in the Navy and when nine 11 happened oh, and, wow. and the, the, the way the country came together with that was beautiful. Everyone was proud to be American. Everyone was waving an American flag. You know, everyone was like, all right, let's throw down with these countries, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, it wasn't long after that, that everything started, started, you know, turning to shit, you know? So maybe it was a little bit of a George Bush Jr., you know, too, but it, whatever. It's it's trash now. It's it would be much better if we could come back together, but I think the powers that be yeah. sort of want to keep us that way, keep us divided, you know. Yeah, no, it's without a doubt that's the truth. Um and uh it it's like you know with the with the media and the uh Hollywood and then the social media, they started brainwashing people into this liberal progressive agenda, which is rotting America from the core. Right. And they led the charge of feminism. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Who knows who's behind it? You know, is, is it the Jews? Is the reptile people? It's the shapeshifters. <laughs> it's the Illuminati. It's the fucking reptile Illuminati Jew shapeshifters. Who knows? But, uh, you know, that's the real problem there. And uh, so I tell guys, too, like, it, it's like you got to get good now. You have to. You have to get stronger. You have to get competent. You know? A lot of these guys now, they like just want to be, you know, I want to be a fucking video editor. I want to learn how to do drop shipping. I want to learn how to do this. I want to do all this bullshit. Like, no, dipshit. Get a fucking job. Get out like a skill on a recession proof and economy crashing proof job. Mm -hmm. Security, learning how to code, welding, power lineman, electrician, plumber. Okay. Work's supposed to suck. These, these fucking kids don't get it. Work sucks, mm-hmm. right? We we grew up in the you know Blink One Eight Two. You know, work sucks. <laughs> I know. You know, like we we that's part of being a man. Work is supposed to suck. Mm-hmm. But in my philosophy, is simple. I would rather work and be like, yeah, well, work kind of sucks, but it is what it is, than stay at home and be fucking poor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Have some yeah. dignity at least. One thing that my my mom beaten my brother and I when I, when we were kids is that you you got to find a recession proof job, something that someone always needs. And then when after the 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 lockdown happened, I told I added to that to my kids. I was like, you need to also have a job where if the government is picking and choosing winners, you can go off and do it under the table. You know, I was like 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 uh, I've been doing IT for. Uh, IT and network security and stuff like that for for 20 years now and nice. I was like I was like if I if I have to 
uh, I could go door to door and fix people's computers if I have to. Like it's a skill that will yes. put put food on the table, you know. Absolutely. So, Are you in so, cybersecurity? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. So, dude. So I, there's a guy in my masculine empowerment network. That, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. You, he had a live stream talk about you can make two hundred thousand dollars a year in network security. I'm like, you goddamn right, you can. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like these jobs, you know. You could get two of them if you want to as well. If you're feeling really ambitious, are you, I'm, I'm assuming you're working remotely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been doing that since 2013 working remotely. Oh, so you're, you're set. So this is just a hobby for you. <laughs> I'm trying to turn this into a, a, a business. I think that's my goal, you know, yeah. is to eventually do this full time, retire mm -hmm. from IT. Cause I, I've been doing it for 20 years or whatever. And I love it. Uh, but this is more fun. For sure, for sure. But it's like it, it, it's it's boohoo. I'm making. I mean, you're probably in the six figure range, not the pry, but you're probably yeah. doing okay. You yeah, I'm doing I mean? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And so that in itself, like I, that's what I'm trying to tell these guys because the, I think the backbone of it all is I try to tell these guys like at least like you're on this masculine self journey, right? And I know all you guys want is I don't want bitches. I want bitches. I want bitches. But at least do the work for yourself as a man to have some dignity. Have mm -hmm. some dignity as a man. And there's nothing wrong with working a job and working your way up the career ladder and becoming a financially successful man. Like, mm -hmm. you know, especially in these jobs, like IT security, network security. You know, I mean, you start by getting the CompTIA Security Plus and then, you know, work your way up, do some pen testing and eventually branch off and, and build yourself a skill set that is marketable and viable to the economy so you can make some money. Yeah, and the rate of losers in this country is going up. The rate of single mother households is going up, which means that more losers are going to be hitting the fucking market. And so, if you're a guy that can get your shit together and focus every single day to, like, you know, the science of getting rich by Wallace D. Waddles is every day drain that fucking day as much as you can. Yesterday was Sunday for me, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I fucking worked from nine a.m. to midnight. You know, not not straight, you know, I was, but I was working all day, you know, going through things. And when I go to bed, I go to bed just like exhausted. But I know like I pulled as much as I could out of this day. And to this day, too, like I'm still I'm still hard on myself. I'm like, well, you know, you could have done this better and you could have done that better. You could have done this better. Um, But that's why I'm me. That's why I'm doing OK. I mean, I, I try not to brag. I brag enough. But, I, you know, objectively speaking, I'm fucking rich. And it's fucking awesome. You know why? Because I've been poor. Been yeah. Poor as a motherfucker. And that shit sucks. <laughs> sucks. Sucks dick. <laughs> you know? It's like it's like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, I'll take I'll take rich every time. <laughs> I have that quote memorized. He's like, I've been a rich man. And I've been a poor man. And I choose rich every fucking time. Yeah. You know? And it's so true. Because like, I, I just having your own money like if I could just tell guys if life advice, like, I mean, that's why I have it behind my wall, right? I think nobody can really prescribe solutions as good as I do because no one has really built themselves up from like fucking poverty and physical and mental and emotional abuse to the top 1%. I don't think anybody in the red pill space has had a harder come up than me, um, period. And I think that's why I'm so good at, clearly explaining the solutions to these problems because a lot of these guys just didn't have it mm -hmm. you know what i mean um 
And a lot of these guys haven't gotten to that roof of success that I have. Like, I, I'm not trying to flex too hard. I think the only person who makes more than me is Myron um, because uh, he just has a way bigger audience. And then he, he has a gigantic studio, um, you know, but even him, he had a, he had a better head start at me as a childhood. Like I had to like fucking from ground up, like heal my traumas, like figure all this shit out on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I just think I'm, I'm, there's no better coach in the world for me when it comes to men's coach. Just, I really just think there's no one better than me to cover it all. And that's why I have this shit that I tell guys like, you know, this is the recipe. If you focus on these four things for, from age 18 to 35, and let's say you put your feet up at 35, make money, make muscles, learn game, hold frame. You put 17 years of your life to work on these core four things. You have no competition, bro. Especially now, me, bro, if a woman gives me time of day, it's over. It's only a matter of time before she falls in love. Okay. She'll be fucking washing my underwear and shining my shoes and fucking singing, singing the high praises of the Lord. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's where I tell these guys too. Like I'm 37 years old. I, I'm like, I work hard to take care of myself. I do a lot of self-improvement. I work on myself. Um, and every day is just an investment into the bank of me. And that's why I tell these guys, you got to make a payment every single day to yourself and just start now, just start now because by default, you're trending downwards because we're all biological decaying organisms. Right. And so I just say that, you know, you got one life to live, man. You have a lot of near death experiences. Um, I've danced with death multiple times. Sometimes by you know freak accidents. Sometimes by taking too much drugs. You know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've, I've I've seen the devil's face a couple times, and um, you know, it's a very dark reminder that you're all gonna die forever. There's no waking up. No Jesus. No none of that. I don't believe it. At least you know I want there to be heaven. Are you kidding me? I would go to heaven, but uh, no objective truth has been found in regards to that yet. But you know enjoy life now man that's the thing like dude like and, and and there's no better like when you have financial freedom and when you're when you're fit you got money and you know how to talk to women and you have boundaries and self-esteem and you know to tell people hey you know what fuck you like that's not okay don't talk to me like that and like this is okay that's not okay when you have the balls to stick up for yourself which nobody does nowadays honestly too right like, life is great you know life is fucking great so that's why i push these guys every day you know, I'm just mm-hmm. like force people to level up and yeah. uh, that's what we keep doing. That's awesome, man. Um, we're well over an hour here. Uh, this has been such a fun conversation. Where, where yeah. can people find you online if they're not already following you? Just go to modern life dating on YouTube and find me there. You know, um, you know, I'm do a live stream every night, 9 PM Eastern Monday, to Friday, uh, this week I'm doing the Masculine Empowerment Network. Uh, so Masculine Empowerment Network is we're actually closing enrollment on Friday at midnight. So if you want to get in, you got to get in now. It's a year-long membership. We are having all the details at MasculineEmpowermentNetwork.com. You get a body language mastery course. You get live Zoom webinar trainings. You get Telegram. You get all these fucking amazing things that are allowing you to really do the work and level up. I'm, I have guys in there now. I'm very confident in what I do. I'm very proud of what I do. And um, I really think I'm the best in the world with, I, I don't think there's anybody better than me in regards to taking a regular guy and making him above average. There's, there's really nobody better than me. You know, it takes time, it takes time. 
I didn't become an overnight success. And um, I've been working on that and laying the foundation for years. Now it just seems like an overnight success, but it does take time. I mean, rents do every day in the, in the world's success. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. Can um, can you hang out for a little bit after we, after I close yeah. out? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to put you backstage. I'll wrap up real quick and then, uh, and then we'll chat here a little bit. All right. Uh, let's see here. Man, I don't do this enough. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, that's, that's all we have uh, this this episode, guys. Be sure to tune in live Wednesday morning at the normal scheduled time of 10 a.m. Eastern. I'll be talking about 20 or so ways women who actually want to keep a man can be more feminine. So that should piss off some feminists, uh, which will be fun. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you guys haven't done so already. Uh, I have Monday's episodes every Monday morning, and then I do live every Wednesday and Friday. Uh, drop a comment if you're watching on the replay. Any comment will do your favorite emoji. I don't care. It helps us in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the Patreon. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. If you want any kind of uh, coaching from me, join Tiers 2 or Tiers 3. Uh, for you guys that send a super chat, which was Thor today, thank you for that. I appreciate it. We're largely funded by uh, by viewers like you. Get on the email list. I will send you some free stickers. And then if you like those, you can get some merch as well. And then finally, check out my Practical Law of Attraction course. We talked a lot about that today, so I'm not going to get into that. Other than that, uh, I guess we'll see you guys on, on Wednesday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.